0: Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Thank you for joining us here at Conversations with Father Greg as we celebrate Easter Sunday together. We begin our time together today by listening to Matthew's account of the first Easter morning. Matthew writes After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see Jesus' tomb, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angels said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will meet him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of Christ May I speak in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Greetings, everyone, and once again, Happy Easter! Today, millions of people around the world are celebrating Easter, the crown jewel of the Christian calendar. As we begin to think about Easter this year, I'd like to take a moment to ask everyone a question. What are your three favorite things about Easter? When I was a boy, my brother and I would definitely have said chocolate. I was always partial to those Cadbury cream eggs myself. Like many holidays, Easter evokes different memories for different people. The Easter bunny and Easter egg hunts. How about Easter lilies with their distinctive fragrance? Do you serve turkey, ham, or lamb at family dinner? As kids, we always had hot cross buns for breakfast before church on Easter Sunday. In the good years, we had lamb for dinner. Easter has always stood out in my mind as a very happy time of year. We're often shaking off the last of the winter weather, Trees and flowers are beginning to bloom, and the air is filled with songbirds. Somehow, everything seems to be just a little bit more alive. But have you ever wondered what that first Easter morning was like for Jesus' disciples? Jesus had celebrated Passover in a small room with some of his closest friends. Shortly after, he was arrested, tried, convicted, and executed all in pretty quick succession. Let's not forget that Jesus' followers didn't have any point of reference for that first Easter morning. His friends and followers were unaware of anything about the resurrection. They were grieving the loss of someone who had changed their lives, someone they thought would change the world. They had committed their lives to Jesus' teaching, And now that Jesus was dead, they were left to figure out what to do with the rest of their lives. That's where we jump into the story this morning. Matthew's Gospel tells us that Mary Magdalene and another lady named Mary were on their way to Jesus' tomb. It was dawn the day after he had been buried. As they approached the tomb, there was an earthquake and an angel appeared before them appearing amid an earthquake, that's what I call making an entrance. Let's not forget that this was an angel, a supernatural being that usually dwells in God's presence. Matthew tells us that this angel appeared like lightning. I imagine it being so dazzling as to hurt the eyes, a little like looking into the sky on a really sunny day. This was definitely not the kind of angel that you'd find produced by Hallmark. Neither did it look like the elderly angel Clarence Oddbody in It's a Wonderful Life. We're told that the soldiers who were guarding the tomb became so afraid that they became like dead men. For those of us who are familiar with the Easter story, it might be easy to rush past what we've just heard. As our story opens today, we see two people in the depths of grief who encounter a supernatural being during an earthquake. It makes sense that the angel's first words were, Do not be afraid. When we sit with it for a moment, we are reminded that this is not a run-of-the-mill, everyday occurrence. Something miraculous, something supernatural had occurred. That first generation of Jesus' followers would have found it life-changing. But it was even bigger than that. It changed the course of human history. As enormous as it was, as overwhelming as it might have been, the angel was able to distill the entire event into three simple invitations. The first thing the angel did was to address the immediate issue. Do not be afraid. Pause. Take a breath. Take courage. The angel knew who they were and what they were looking for. He was even able to tell them that this was according to what Jesus had said would happen. What comes next is an invitation. He welcomed them to come and see for themselves. It's as if he were saying, don't take my word for it satisfy your curiosity. Check it out for yourselves. It's okay. They were welcome to experience the emptiness of that tomb for themselves. I can imagine the questions flooding their minds as they peered into the darkened tomb. Eventually, those questions would have faded into answers as they remembered Jesus teaching about him returning to the Father and then coming back for them. What comes next, of course, is the angelic instruction to go and tell. Share the news of what they had found with the rest of Jesus' followers. Don't leave the others in there not knowing. Share the good news. And don't worry, Jesus will meet with you again. So this morning we hear three angelic directives. Do not be afraid come and see, go and tell. At their core, they'd combined to become an invitation to have an encounter with Jesus. But they're more than that. These words were given to two grieving women roughly 2,000 years ago. But they weren't just for those two women. They ring through time and echo in our own ears and hearts this morning. Do not be afraid. Come and see go and tell. They are just as real for you and I today. They form an invitation for each one of us today, not only as individuals, but as members of God's church. Before the resurrected Jesus gave his followers the Great Commission, before the great historic creeds of the church came into being, long before modern churches developed mission statements and core values, An angelic messenger invited the world to not be afraid, to come and see, and then to go and tell. Let's pray. God, unlimited by mortal fear or the tomb's cold grip, in the lingering dark, give us grace to know your life triumphant, your love undimmed, and your grace affirmed, in the face of Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead. Amen.